Are there times when you may have planned something and it did not go according to plan? Perhaps you had put a list of things to do, get sorted, and somehow something just happened. You heard the news, you got called from your children's school, or maybe you got a message from work and you had to drop everything and go with the flow, leaving all those things to do, none done. Yeah. This is something that we experience, especially as mothers. I am Dr. Duny, the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. And this is where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of motherhood, the truths about what we go through, especially as mothers, and how we can use certain tips and strategies to improve our well-being of mind, body, soul, and spirit. Because motherhood is beautiful and it's to be enjoyed, not endured. So how do we do that? By incorporating well-being tactics to ensure that we are well in ourselves and our children are enjoying growth and development in an environment that they feel safe, they feel loved, and they also feel well. So today's episode is where we talk about what ways we deal with unexpected events happening in our lives. This is something that we all experience and perhaps you have certain ways you deal with them. I'd love to learn more from you. If you leave some comments in the chat, let me know what exactly is standing out for you. And if perhaps there was anything that you've picked up from this discussion that stood out for you, also let me know. Don't forget to subscribe and download this episode. Feel free to share with other mothers as well, because you never know who needs to really hear this message today. So before we continue, I'd like to also say, mothers, you are amazing. And whenever you're going through challenges, remember that it is an avenue for you to continue to improve. Comparison between you and someone else is not the way to go. Comparison between who you were yesterday with who you are now. That is the constant growth process that we need to aspire to. There was a day I had a lot to do. I put down my usual things. Okay, I've got these to sort out. And I had a plan on how to do those few tasks that would get the dominoes rolling. And then suddenly I got a phone call. It was a phone call from my child's school. Your child is not feeling very well. I don't know what's happening, but would you be able to come? And I said, sure, of course I will be able to come. And so I left what I was doing and started to think, oh my goodness, I wonder what's going on. So I started heading towards my child's school, um, picked up my child and of course looked at, looked him over. Are you okay? Is everything fine? I was panicking. I mean, I wasn't holding it all together. I'm a doctor, yes, but I can't diagnose my child. I can have an idea, but I can't even treat my child. So I was thinking of the worst things that could potentially be. And so here I was thinking about, oh my goodness, does he need surgery? Is it this? Is it that? Is it that? So I I kind of shifted from mom mode to doctor mode. So tell me, where's this pain? Where's he going to? What does it feel like? (laughs) So as I was trying to gather that information from him, I thought to myself, okay, one thing, is yes, this is a situation, but the first step to handling this kind of scenario, which is not what you expect and can actually put a lot of stress on you is to stay calm. 
Okay, so I did some breathing. I held his, his hands. I looked in his eyes and I said, it's okay. Things are going to be fine. Okay, all right, all right. So I gave him some painkillers and I said, Let, let's get in touch with the doctors, get you an appointment, get you seen and get this sorted. Okay, mommy. Those were the lovely words that came from him. And so one thing that I have used with this kind of scenario was to stay calm. You know why? Because panicking is our immediate response. This is an unknown situation. We don't know what the outcome is going to be. We don't know how serious it is. We probably are thinking of the worst case scenario. That panic puts us in a vibration of fear, of sometimes helplessness. And some people get into a place where they feel hopeless. And these vibrations, unfortunately, reduce your emotional energy and your energy to do things or even the ability to think clearly. Why? Because your stress hormone cortisol is at a higher level. You're trying to cope with what it is that has been thrown at you. So when I did that first step, which was the staying calm, what I did was being keeping myself in a place of having hope, okay? Concentrating on the love I had for my child and saying, okay, I know this is not what we planned. I know this is not what we are hoping um, that would happen, that you'd be unwell, but I believe that there are certain things that we can do to find out what's going on and sort this out. So I don't want to tell you that it's so easy to do, but with practice, it's something that you can incorporate. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I panic too. Oh goodness. You should see me when I'm panicking. I'm flapping. Oh good Lord. What's going to happen? But when I never remember, I go, Oh, stay calm, stay calm. And it does help. Okay. So of course, then I was able to make that appointment and go, go my child to the hospital. They did all the tests. Everything was fine. And whew, I felt great. Thankfully, they were given some medication and he felt better afterwards. Okay. So I had a lot to deal with. There were lots of things that I needed to do. Appointments I had to cancel. Um, people I had to um, get in touch with and say, hey, I'm so sorry. Um, this I can't gather these uh, things that need to be put together. I can't put them together in the timeline. I need to extend the deadline because now um, situations have changed and I need to be accommodating to what my scenario is at the moment. Some, most people were understanding. Some others said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm also, almost on a diet deadline. That's why I came to you last minute. I'm like, well, <laughs> these things happen. This is the ugly of motherhood sometimes because we need to have some wiggle room. But when you have people bringing some demands into your own space, where you feel, oh yeah, I think I can do it. I've got some wiggle room here, some wiggle room there. And then the unexpected happens. Unfortunately, you then find out that, oh my goodness, I really don't have wiggle room right now because the wiggle room has been taken over by, by this event that you never planned for. And so it's very important for us to remember that we shouldn't be hard on ourselves um, and we shouldn't kind of beat ourselves up really. Sometimes guilt sets in, and that's one thing that many mothers struggle with, motherhood, mother guilt. Oh, my goodness. Gosh, it's really heart-wrenching. So let, let's remember that, yes, these things happen. Um, let's look at ourselves and say, how do I grow from this? 
Okay. That takes me to the second step when it comes to handling the unexpected events that happen in our lives. The second step is to ask the right questions. I remember times when things have happened, they've not happened according to plan. Some things have happened out of the blues and I've gone, oh my goodness, why, why, why me? Why this? Why now? And I noticed that that questioning was wrong. Whenever you say why, it's almost like a rhetorical question because you're not getting a valuable answer to that question. You go why, why, why? And you are kind of putting yourself in a lower vibration. So what I now discovered was changing that why to what made a difference. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples that I've used. And it goes like this. What could this mean? What can I learn from this? I know it sounds a little simplistic, but what I found is whenever I ask those questions, it gives some clarity. It gets me into a space where I can actually see things clearly, see things better. That even though the situation looks very grim, maybe upsetting, there is something there. Even like they say, with the dark clouds, there is a silver lining. It doesn't have to be at the end of it. Sometimes it's in the midst of it. And so we need to gain that clarity by asking the right questions. Okay. So asking those right questions got me to a point where I could say, what can I learn from this? I then discovered a few things. One is Yes, we've got our list of things to get sorted during the day. It's good to have some wiggle room. It's good to have some buffer space. It's also good to see that when you're committing yourself to certain tasks or certain job um, roles or certain commitments, also have at the back of your mind that things could change. So there is what we call the contingency plan, which you can put in place. And that can be a backup of a backup of a backup. Of course, mothers, we are very proficient at doing backup of backups of backups. And while, of course, we don't want to get you to a place where you're constantly thinking about backups of backups, I also want to encourage you that where even when things fall apart and all the balls you've been juggling fall to the ground, give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. That's a time that you probably need a hug. So give yourself a hug and say, well, I know I did my best. And I am thankful that I did my best. But in this moment, it didn't work the way I wanted it to. But there is hope that it would work some other time. So giving yourself grace really, really helps. And that's something I learned when I asked those questions. So there are certain times that things didn't work out. I asked those questions and then I got the answer that, look, you need to give yourself grace right now. Okay. The third part with handling unusual situations, the third thing you need to think of doing after you've asked the question is to listen, listen to the response that you get. There are some people that have this deep intuition and it's really, really beautiful when you have that, when you know certain things. You don't know how you know it. You just know that you know it. And when you 
have that deep intuition. When you ask the right questions, you get the right answers. Some people have a, probably a higher or deeper spiritual connection. And so when they ask these questions, it comes as form of a prayer. And then they get guidance from God. Say, okay, do it this way. Why don't you go for a walk? You know, and when you listen to these directions, these instructions, these inspirations, it helps you and guides you on what to do next. Sometimes what to do next does not make sense. I mean, I, I know that so well. There are some times that I have asked questions like, what can I learn from this? What do I do next? And I get responses that don't make absolutely any sense. One could be, oh, um, send a message or call somebody or, and you're like, the person you're telling me to call, really? <laughs> you know, it really doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And there's sometimes that you would say, okay, I'll go for a walk, but I'm, I really don't have the time. You know, I'm really pushed for time. Why are you telling me to go for a walk? But when you listen, you need to do something about it. When you listen, it guides you. And it, by the time you do what you're meant to do, guess what happens? Things start to unfold. The fourth thing, which is very linked to after you listen, is to execute. Execute what you've been asked or told to do or not do what you were told not to do. So sometimes some of the um, instructions you might hear in terms of what to do next or how to approach a situation can be, oh, don't do that or go there or do this. For example, when I was told to go for a walk, there's sometimes I've gone for a walk and I didn't have a particular direction of, oh, I'm going for a walk in this area. But I just went for a walk without having any direction whatsoever. And as I was walking, I met some people who were asking for directions. I was like, oh, sure. Um, thankfully I know, I knew the area. So I'm like, okay, so if you take that turning, you turn left, you turn right. And we, I was able to offer them some, um, guidance. That act of offering guidance gave me a sense of purpose, gave me a sense of joy and gave me a sense of, um, a peace at that point. And so they went their way. I went my way, but then I felt, wow, this is exactly what I needed to do. Who knows, these people would have gotten lost. Who knows, they would have missed an appointment. Who knows where they were going to, who they needed to reach out to at that point. And they just found out that they didn't know the way. So it's important for us to take action on whatever it is we've been told to do. For those who perhaps have never met me before, maybe you met me. Um, those who know me kind of know me as an introvert. I keep to myself. Um, I'm the kind of person that if you put me in a house, with books and food <laughs> because I don't joke with food. So you put me with books and food, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. You would not see me going out to anywhere really because I wouldn't be too interested in that. doesn't mean I don't like going out, but sometimes I just prefer staying by myself and enjoying my own company and enjoying my books and things. But the moment I was told in the midst of everything I was going through that, 
I need you to reach more people. I said, Lord, but what I'm, I'm, I'm rich more people. You see, um, yes, I went through the grief journey. I went through quite a bit of hardship in my life. Uh, I felt really stressed out, but thankfully you've given me tactics and tools that I can use to improve my health, my well-being, have beautiful relationships with my children. It's really good. I love it. I said, I need you to help more people. I said, yes, Lord. I, you know, I, I really want to help more people. But of course, as a family doctor, I get my appointments and I get to see people and I speak with them and, you know, help in that way as a teacher, I teach my students and support them as, as a family member, as a friend. I do this. Like, no, more. And that's where social media came in. And that's where this podcast came in. And I thought to myself, I was like, whoa, but I'm an introvert. I am an introvert. And that, that point where I started to call myself a label, I started to give myself that label of I'm an introvert. But I had a task that I needed to do. I said, no, okay, I'm going to take action. I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to take action on this task right now. And by virtue of speaking up, sharing what I know, sharing what I've experienced, sharing and allowing other mothers to share and experts to share things that are practical that we as mothers can utilize to improve our well-being. Guess what? We've had so many amazing women from all over the world reach out and say, oh my goodness, Dr. Duny, I really needed to hear that. I absolutely love the tactics that were shared there. I love the fact that you mentioned this because I was feeling exactly the same way this morning. And so it's so beautiful. And I'm, I'm blown away by the amount of positive, amazing messages that people are giving. And it's such a gift. It's not for me because this is for everyone to experience. And that's the reason why I always say, please share. You never know who needs to hear this. So I'm going to do a quick recap of the different steps I talked about when things happen that are unexpected. They throw your plans out the window. They probably make you feel flustered and probably you'll be under an immense amount of stress in the moment. What are the things to do? Number one, stay calm. Okay. Staying calm helps with your energy levels, with your emotional well-being. Number two, ask the right questions. Why me? Why now? Why this? are not the right questions to ask in the moment. They are rhetorical questions which get you into a spiral down the energy pathway of emotional well health. But if you were to ask questions like, what does this mean? What can I do? What are the lessons I can learn from this? Some of these can help to give you clarity on your next steps. The third thing is to listen because when you ask questions, it's good that you're expressing yourself, but you need to be open and receptive to the response you get. And the fourth is to execute. It's good to listen and hear, but you need to do because action brings about the things we desire. It's just like you saying, I want to lose weight. You want to lose weight, but you are not doing what you need to do. It's going to be very hard. You want to pass an exam, but you're not doing what you need to do to pass the exam. You want to get a promotion, but you're not doing what you need to do to get that promotion. So in the midst of, of course, thinking about things, 
asking the right questions, talking about it, you also need to do. That's the executing part. I hope this has landed well with you today. I hope this is helping you. I'd love you to subscribe to this channel, share this episode with others. Also, please leave a review. Let us know what part resonated the most with you. And as very importantly, I also would be looking forward to hearing from you what other kind of topics you'd like us to cover in terms of your well-being um, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, socially, things that you want us to cover. Okay, so it's been an absolute pleasure being here with you. I am Dr. Duny and I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, I ask that you stay well. Mm-hmm.